0: Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. That's right, it's time to start another work week, but that's okay. That means we get to have another fun trip report to start this week. We're headed down to North Carolina today with listener Marissa, and we got a great trip for you. She took 17 people down to Walt Disney World to celebrate a 50th birthday party at Coronado Springs. So here about six rooms over in the ranchos that weren't originally there, but they ended up there. They were in the casitas at first. We talk about how this trip all came together. The trip actually took place just two weeks ago. So we hear about a couple of Tron, uh, AP and DVC previews thoughts on that attraction. Meals at Cinderella's Royal table, three bridges, a Donald duck cake at the dig site pool and just getting 17 people From ages 1 to 74 around all of the theme parks and just having a good time each and every place. So it's a fun trip report. You're going to learn a lot, but you're going to laugh a lot with us because it's just fun to go to Walt Disney World here with Marissa's family. Don't forget today's show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Great specials out there right now for Walt Disney World. If you're a Disney Visa holder, we can get you great deals on rooms this summer and there are still some of those Disney dining card promos for this summer as well. All you need to do is swing by themagicforless.com and fill out that free, no obligation quote form. Put in as many details as you have and mention that you heard about the show or the uh, agency there through the BR Our Guest podcast. That quote will come straight to me and we'll take care of you right away. So again, check them out today over at the MagicForless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do. It's com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You are the super fans who make this show possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love your support. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Welcome to episode 2255 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had another wonderful weekend with friends and family. And, of course, most importantly, hope your brackets did not get busted already. But you know what? I'm a Mizzou fan, so I guarantee you I've already taken my brackets and balled them up and threw them in a trash can. But you never know. Hope springs eternal. Maybe my tigers are still alive, but we're recording this early. So I, I don't have a ton of hope, but uh you know, just a sliver. We'll see what happens. But anyway, we are here to talk Disney and we've got so much good stuff to talk about. A very recent trip just a couple of weeks ago, because we had a last minute cancellation, our guest jumped in. I said, Oh, you're gonna bail me out because we we're gonna talk about your trip just a couple of weeks back and it, cause it's so unique. And and we're gonna have a good time today. And we're talking about Coronado Springs again. I know it's a it's it's officially Coronado Springs month, appreciation month here on the BR Guest Podcast because it's awesome. So joining us today, we're heading down to North Carolina with listener Marissa. Marissa, thanks for coming on the show. Happy Monday.
1: My pleasure. Uh yeah, the, the trip is fresh on our mind. We actually just got home um Saturday night. So this past Saturday night. So it's we're still, you know, you have that post-Disney blues everybody feels. We're like And the best way to get over that is already planning the next
0: one. You got that right. Amen. (laughs) That's totally exactly right. And, uh, you know, with with most of our shows, a lot of times there's a delay between the time that the trip happens and the time we get to talk about it here on the show. Because I never turn anybody away. You ask, you want to come on the show? I say, you got the next available slot. Unfortunately, though, since I never say no, right now we're booking out into October. So because we had this cancellation, you got to jump right in. And uh, so this will be really fresh, really good for everybody to kind of hear what was happening Right now, down at Coronado and all of the theme parks and especially with your unique group. But first, let me ask you a couple questions. So you said you're originally from New York, but you're now living in North Carolina. So we're trying to learn a little bit more about our community, our listeners. So what is something unique to the place you live that maybe people might like to know? Like what's uh, unique about your little corner of the world that you're in right now?
1: Uh, well, North Carolina, very well known for uh, their barbecue, nice. uh, pulled pork barbecue, very big here. Uh, college basketball, also very yes. big here. Um, but actually, right where I live, and it's the reason we picked this area, it's uh, a very um, horse-friendly community. My husband and I, we have a horse farm, and uh, that's what I do for a living. I'm a riding instructor, a horse trainer. And uh, we board horses, and it's a very, um, it's a very horsey community. So we kind of found a little corner of a little slice of heaven where we could surround ourselves with like-minded people. And I found tons of Disney fans in that community as well.
0: I see. I love that. I mean, the thing is, you know, we all have this love of Disney, but it's so, like I I didn't know that, and that's such a cool way to to earn a living. We all have these different ways that you know we follow our passions and and do that and. Wow, boarding horses and all that stuff. I've only been on a horse a couple times, and I do have a white cowboy hat for my line dancing days back in the nineties. So maybe I have to come out of North Carolina and bust out the hat and pretend like I'm uh, George Strait or something someday.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. We'll (laughs) get you up there.
0: What do you now? I don't know if you've ever gone over to Tri Circle D at Walt Disney. I have.
1: I, I was much younger when we did it, but it was a ton of fun, and it's a totally attainable thing for even the most timid of riders or so you've never been on a horse it's totally uh awesome the horses there are very uh tame they're very well broke and it's a scenic lovely I mean it's hot it's hot and buggy <laughs> out there with the horses but it is a really fun time um it's probably more fun for people who don't know how to ride yeah uh because it's so kind of laid back yeah. for someone like me or maybe your horse crazy 12 year old daughter who's been taking lessons or whatever might find it a little boring because it's just walking but it is a ton of fun for uh if you've never done it before definitely give it a try
0: yeah they probably don't want like secretariat over there either, you know <laughs> right.
1: and
0: all of a sudden you you know you're going from uh wilderness lodge over to the polynesian they probably probably don't want that you know exactly exactly <laughs> i like it though. okay one other question though so what's your background with disney why are you listening to disney podcasts like how did it all start for you how, how did this passion happen
1: when I was a kid, um, my dad worked for an insurance company, and every year he would make their big leadership conference, you know, the big yearly thing where all the top salesmen get to go. And every year it was at Disney. So our big annual family trip was always to Disney. And it, you know, happened right at my real formative, you know, years when uh, between like the time I was about six to, you know, high school, we would go every single year. And it just reminds me, you know, of my happy childhood. And, um, you know, it was always that thing you look forward to every year. And I have a feeling it pushed my dad to work a little bit harder to, you know, make that, to make that leadership conference every year so that that we could all go. And, uh, you know, that's what we would do. That was our, our big family getaway. And uh, I just sort of, it just spoke to me. And as I got older, that's, it's really the only place I ever wanted to go because it just always made me happy when I was there, you know. It's you don't worry about stuff. The outside world goes away. Right. You know, the the Mickey walking down the street becomes actual Mickey Mouse. You know, <laughs> totally. you, you can suspend disbelief for the time that you're there and just, you know, be a kid and enjoy it. And but that's you know where my love of it came from. The rest of my family is are, are big <laughs> they're big and they were all with me this time. But the rest of my family very huge Disney fans as well. Quite as big as i am uh we we went the extra mile we bought dvc we're dvc owners uh and annual pass holders um my husband and i and uh you know that's that's where we go to that's where we go to find our happy every year or sometimes multiple times a year
0: hey did you speaking to the choir here i everything you just said i'm like yep you're, i'm just nodding right along here you're exactly right no, let me ask you one thing though before we hop into the trip because so much to talk about but looking back over those years where you got to go as like a teen and you know in your formative <laughs> years like you said is there one experience that you just wish could come back one more time? Like, I, I lament when I first started going, we would we would end the Magic Kingdom night with specter Magic every time we were there. Mm-hmm. And it was like when Paige, who's 26 now, was like 7 or 8 or, you know, 5. It was just, yes. that was our... I mean, the real world didn't exist when we were sitting on the curb in Fantasy... or in, usually in Frontierland, watching the second parade. And on an August night, just watching Spectrum Magic, like, the world was perfect. If I could have that again... That's what I would love to have. Is there something like that you remember from like growing up that you'd wish you could have that experience again. It's gone.
1: Yeah. Very similar to the spectrum magic. My favorite thing was always main street electrical parade. Like that music, you'd hear those opening notes of that, of that song, the Baroque hoedown that they would mm-hmm. play. It was the ringtone on my phone for the longest <laughs> time. And I, I missed that. I missed that nighttime parade. I still can't figure out why that's, that's gone away. Uh, but you know, family lining up, sitting on a garbage can, you know, or sitting on my dad's shoulders and the peach dragon float would come down and smoke coming out of his nose. And it was, it was surreal. And, you know, when you're a kid, something that big and bright and happy and, you know, the characters come over and they pat you on the head when you're a little kid. And that's the, you know, the highlight of your whole existence is, you know, Tigger came over and touched me, he touched my head, he shook my hand. But yeah, the nighttime parade, I miss that. Yeah. I miss that. It was, a, you're right. It was a, either, it was a special way to cap off the night. It feels like the nights are still missing something.
0: Yeah. And you know, so I, I get to go to a, like a media preview for the Disney 100 stuff at Disneyland next week uh, out there. And one of the things we're getting to see is that new Disneyland nighttime parade, which I, I, am more excited than a 49 year old dude should be because, you know, I, and my only lament is that I'm going solo. Cause it's like a, you know, it's a media right. thing. So but I I just wish you know everybody says oh the crowds are too big they're they're not too big at the Magic Kingdom they're Disney they could make this work if they wanted to there's traffic flows it, because it was just it, it, like you said I mean we didn't we didn't have near the means back then and like the you know when Paige was little we we could barely afford to stay for five or six nights at All Star Sports you know and we didn't have park hoppers we didn't definitely didn't have annual passes you know but those were still the best days just because everything weird is like wide eyed and the music and the, you know, scary yeah. trumpeters. And, you know, it was just, it was weird. You know, the ostriches dancing around. I don't know. It was like, yeah. it was a bizarre parade, you know, I don't know. It was like, it was,
1: a, fe- like a fever dream yeah, that totally you're was. stuck like,
0: in. I'm not really selling it very well. I'm just kind of like, God, if they bring that it back, it's just going to scare the crap out of kids or something. I don't, I don't know. It, it was, it was weird, but it was uh it was a great parade. Okay. So let's talk about your trip though. So 17 people, you guys were down at Coronado Springs. So exactly when did you go? But more importantly, how did this come together? Because, you know, it's hard to kind of get, what do they say in the, uh, in the American adventure to get, you know, 12 chi- or 30 clocks or 13 clocks striking at the same time, whatever. I'm not Ben Franklin, but to get everybody coordinated, like how does yeah. this start story get rolling for you?
1: Um, so my older sister, I'm the middle child of three. I have an older sister and a younger sister. My older sister is turning well, 50. It's okay to say it out loud because no, she a, said it first. It's a big year. It's a, b- <laughs> it's 50, right, it's 50,
0: a big figure. 73 must have been a good year, right around there, because I'm saying <laughs>
1: it, was, it, was a, it was a good good year. Exactly. So she um, started thinking about things that she wanted for her birthday. And my brother in law told her, you know, the sky's the limit. You want to go to Europe? What do you want to do? And uh, my younger sister, is not the Disney fan that the rest of us are. She's also the only one that has uh, children. So my nieces and nephews who are now one, four and six. And basically, unless one of us takes those kids to Disney, they were not going to get to experience it. Mom was not about to load them up into a car and take them to Disney. So my older sister,
0: but you know what I, I want?
1: My
0: I think that you're going to, somebody's going to take them in your family. It sounds like they're the way, the way you're talking. I, I'm not really too worried for the kids. They're going right. to go, go <laughs> <gonna> get there. Go ahead. They're going to get
1: there. Uh, so for her 50th, what she decided is, I want to take all my my, my nieces and nephews. I want everybody to go to, to Disney World. Well, apparently everybody really meant everybody. So it was 17. And a spoiler alert, at times during the trip, we ballooned to 22 people. At one point, we were close to thirty because other family members came in and spent the day with us, <laughs> and then like, left.
0: Hey, did was, you guys make friends?
1: <laughs> it was it was speaking of fever dream. It was a little surreal. So she decided that she this is what she wanted. She could have had anything in the world. Um, and uh, my my sister and brother in law do very well so for themselves. And so they paid for 17 of us to go to Disney World together. Now, no. at that point, you can't say no. no. You can't say, no, <laughs> I want to go on the crazy train. So you have to, everybody get on board. It's happening. This is this is how it is. So it was uh, myself and my husband, uh, my mother and my father, who were in their uh, mid-70s, um, my older sister, her husband, uh, my younger sister and her husband. They're three kids, one, four, and six my brother-in-law's mother also in her mid 70s and then my cousin and her husband and their uh three boys who are a teenager um a uh, high school student and then the boys are i believe um seven and five so we kind of ran the gamut from infant just barely a toddler all the way up to seniors teenagers, 30 somethings, 40 somethings and the 50 somethings. So we like pop century, we covered, we covered everything.
0: You had the decades covered. Absolutely. <laughs> right, we had all the
1: decades, <laughs> some, covered. Of the 50s, some of the 50s,
0: some of the nineties. Uh, So l- let me ask you this though, cause I want to make sure we cover everything. So we got a lot, don't you know, get it all in here, but like pre-trip. Okay. Because you know, you have different segments of the family all going and you gotta, you gotta get the logistics nailed down. Like, right. When are we going to be yeah. there? Where are we going to eat? And, you know, what does everybody want to get out of this vacation? Because, you know, the the teenager's idea of a good vacation is obviously going to be different than the 50-year-old birthday person's idea. So yeah. how did, did you guys have, like, um, did you use technology? Uh, did you have, like, a in-person meetings? How would you get that done?
1: So we used a lot of, we did a lot of uh, FaceTime with each other, um, but do you ever go on those trips where, with other people and they're like whatever you want to yeah, do I know, is fine I know, I know but then you're like then the,
0: you know, I'm nervous wreck when people say that because then I feel like uh, yeah, we'll you do whatever that, you want and then
1: like yeah. twenty, like the day before they're like, could, could we get a reservation at Victoria <laughs> and Albert you're like no what's yeah. wrong with you 100%. you've got to book this 60 days out story of my so life really, by the way <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> we figured what parks we wanted to hit uh, we did uh, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios Animal Kingdom a Second day at Magic Kingdom, and we we didn't do Epcot much, to the adults in the party's chagrin. But we also um, were doing this trip mostly for the kids, so we figured if we were on limited time, we wanted to try to do the things we thought the the kids at that the younger kids at that age would enjoy. Which, if recalling myself at that age, was not going to be Epcot. Um, but uh, it's gotten better. we also play it is as my favorite park yeah, now yeah, as an yeah. adult. I totally get Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> so we also planned a rest day in the middle. So it was going to be Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, a rest day on at the pool, just chilling, and then Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, and then we we would leave. So we had that nailed down, and that's when my sister dropped the bomb on me. "Hey, do you think you could get us reservations at Cinderella's Royal Table?"
0: Not a For problem. a party
1: of yeah, I'm 17. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> you know, totally fine." Oh, and you know what would also be really cool? How about Chef Mickey's? I'm like, "Oh." Yeah you're killing me yeah you're killing me so 60 days out that that morning I have I'm on the phone and um what we had what I had to do is call because you really you can't make multiple re- you can't make a reservation for 17 that's nope. just not a thing so I knew I was gonna have to break it up into um, smaller reservations so we did three reservations of six so that you know it was covering 18 people uh, just in case somebody else magically appeared which, <laughs> happened um and so i called in a great cast member on the phone uh explained to her what was going on no problem and she got us a three essentially back to back all within 15 minutes of each other's the, the reservations at cinderella's royal table for like a late lunch and then uh for chef mickey's for breakfast but a late breakfast i figured everybody tries to do the pre-park or the early
0: yes.
1: breakfast so that We did that on our, our off day, our rest day. So breakfast was at like 10. That's a great and so we call.
0: Have to, yeah. I, 100% tip there. Two ways you can do it. Rest day, like a pool day, go late and go like 10 o'clock, 1030. Also, what we learned because it was the only time we could get it one time was that we decided to, well, it's the only time we get an ADR and we really wanted to go. This one uh Mallory was young, is that we got one for like 1030, but the mm-hmm. park opened that day for like resort guests, like eight. So what we did was we had like a pop tart went to the magic kingdom and rope dropped from eight to 10 30. And then we were super starving by the time, you know, we had like a little snack that kind of tied us over for those first couple hours. Then we went over and just tore up chef Mickey's at 10 30. Didn't even need lunch and we're good till dinner. And it worked out great because yeah. we got so much done in those first couple hours and then boom over to chef Mickey's just walked right over. It's great. Good tip.
1: Yeah. It worked out really well. And I'm sure everybody who has ever gotten one of those hard to get reservations that they've really tried, you know, when you do that, suddenly you feel like you're king of the world. You're Charlie oh, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, totally. on the front of the yeah. Titanic. <laughs> I'm king of the world. Yeah, so I was I was feeling pretty pretty good about myself after that. Uh, so I told everybody all about that, and of course the the ones that, they're Disney fans, but they don't, a lot of them don't really get. That so they're like oh good she got us reservations you know that's nice I'm like you don't understand how much effort went. yeah it's,
0: it's like like it's Benny Hana or something yeah exactly
1: right nobody <laughs> wants to see how the sausage is made exactly you know uh, so we had all that done um, everything was set uh, one of the other th- special things I had planned uh, was to have a cake made by a um, a local baker there are a lot of cast members that were fur- you know furloughed during yep. COVID who all uh, started sort of like little side businesses. A lot of them are uh, do baking. Some of them do catering. Some of them do uh, transportation services to and from the airport. Pretty much anything uh, you can think of that somebody out there who was, was a cast member or is one now has these little like side hustles. And I found them through a Facebook group. Um, and it was really fantastic. And uh, I had arranged with one of them to have a custom birthday cake made. Uh, she's a huge Donald Duck fan. Everything about my sister is Donald Duck. She has a little um, rivalry with Daisy she jokes about because she, my sister claims <laughs> that Donald Duck is her boyfriend and not Daisy's. So the baker managed to incorporate that into the cake. So we arranged to have that delivered on our rest day that we are gonna spend at the pool and all that was gonna be really good. So all the pre-planning stuff was working out great uh the family flew in from new york they're all up in new york we're in north carolina so my husband and i drove and uh but the nice thing is at least for us we, we drove and actually got there before they did they ended up taking a late afternoon flight so they didn't get in till and their flight was a little bit delayed they didn't wind up getting to the hotel until it was like eight nine o'clock at night meanwhile we rolled into uh, uh orlando around noon nice and so we we didn't we have annual passes and we weren't going to go to epcot with the kids so we went to epcot um my husband and i for a couple hours when we first got there mostly because uh the uh, garden rocks flower and garden concert stuff was going on and daughtry was playing and i'm a big Daughtry fan from back in the American Idol days, there you go. and I was and said, We have to go and see Daughtry, we have to do that. So we got to just enjoy a couple hours, um, alone by ourselves in our favorite park, and uh, that was <laughs> super awesome. We get in, actually, I, know I also met up with a friend of mine from high school who I hadn't seen in oh my god, yeah, since high school. So we're going, you know, many, many. Years. Other, <laughs> 30, I, don't do math. I was told there would be no math on there this will podcast. not
0: be it's yeah we're okay. not doing that it's monday
1: <laughs> and, and he and his family live in uh right outside orlando so we met up with uh them and that was really nice and I, every time i go to disney i swear i bump into people who i know um in you know, all the time and uh so that was really cool and then we go we still at this point it's like Oh, five o'clock, and we still hadn't gotten our room text, which I thought was kind of strange. But whoa,
0: did you get the text that said your room is not ready? That's the that's. I, the, did. No, I no, did. Okay,
1: good. See the well, of, I got everybody the text. gets I got that the, text. Yeah, what's up? I got the email. I got the push notification. <laughs> yeah. Like they wanted me to know. Yeah, your room the is still not ready. not ready. It's yet. still not Thanks. ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know Thanks. Yeah, no, they every, they were letting everybody know. So the room's not ready um they're flying in they're texting me from the plane and they haven't gotten their stuff yet either finally i get my text and i look at you know the thing and it says that we have a room first floor you know whatever it is in casitas building whatever I'm like great i look it up on the map seems like a decent location since i know nothing about coronado we've never stayed there and then my sister texts me oh we got our room text we're staying in the ranchos i'm Uh like whoa hold on there we had of course said that we were all traveling together yes. and, and made sure that was noted on our reservations that we wanted. And to be I can near tell you other. it
0: was cause uh, I know who did that because uh-huh. I have a travel so, all that was on there. <laughs> so
1: I'm like, Oh no, they're not, they have us all separated. This is, you know, it's kind of an issue. So I looked at the, the, um, I, I got an email, a welcome email from the Coronado Springs uh, resort manager, you know, welcome to the resort. Hope you have a good time. Blah, blah, blah. And at the bottom, if you have any tr- problems, uh, whatever, it was like a little click here and it takes you to like a form where you can submit like a review or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: Like a feedback. Eh,
1: let me just a little feedback. So I click on it. Hey, we, you know, we're you still waiting for a lot of our group hasn't got, haven't got their room ready text, but the group members who have are not anywhere near each other. And we had requested to be near each other. And it's you know kind of a disappointment as we have There's older people in our group. We have younger people in our group. Everybody kind of needs help. Uh, I'm like, all right, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. So we go to watch Daughtry in the middle of the concert. My phone rings and it's the manager of the, of the resort. It's the the general manager. I'm like, Oh, uh Oh, so I, I, I'm so sorry. I can't hear you. I'm in the middle of this new concert. So I'm trying to like cover my ear, tripping over people, trying to run out of the American, uh, American gardens theater. So I could hear them. And And I was shocked that they called me back, but they, you know, the customer service at Disney is still, still still on their game. Um, So they we're going to work on it. If you haven't gotten your text yet, just come to the front desk. When you get here, we'll get it all straightened out. Great. I go sit back down. About 10 minutes later into the concert, I get another call from like the assistant manager who had just come on, saw the email, wasn't sure if I had been contacted yet. So it was like, all right, they're really paying rawness, attention. they on this.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're were, they
1: were on it. <laughs> so, to, I will make the long story short. They did make it right. Um, I went to the front desk when we went to go check in, and everybody in the group was next like one right in a row, except for me and my husband, who <laughs> was still in the casitas building. But they found us a room in that same building, just on the second floor. I was like, oh, no, I don't have to be right next to the yeah, loud bet. insane family. Thank you. Oh, so right. my family. Well, was Close the, enough. The, the, the cast member, a little $20 bill or something across the... Thank you so much for putting us over there. Yeah. So that worked out. It was totally fine. It worked out well. That we you know had a little peace and quiet at the at the end of the night, and then the family landed and they came. And the, the only bummer was that because when we arrived finally, it was dark, so I didn't get to have kind of you know that grand reveal hmm. when you pull into your resort for the fr- Although at night um, that Cornada grand dist- looks, just, yeah. you know is <laughs> really really nice, uh, and the room was fantastic. It really has sort of a, a deluxe feel to it, like it the finishes in the room. It, it has like a really high-end finish. You don't, it doesn't feel like a moderate um, resort. And we really, really liked it. We were close to the pool there in the, it was Rancho's building six a. So we were right there by the pool, just steps from the, the, the three bridges, which we made use of several times, three bridges. That is where it is. That burger. Oh, I, that I've burger still never eaten
0: it at three bridges. I've, I've oh, eaten no, everywhere else a bunch of times, but never three bridges. And now you yeah, said we, you were there three times. So I got to give it a shot
1: it was fantastic. And again, like every time, every time we would go to sit someplace, I was constantly apologizing to the, I'm so sorry for my, this, if, you'd, please, if you please, if you, you don't need to sit us together, we can be in different parts of the the <laughs> restaurant. And they were like, no, no. And they really worked their magic and they would sit us all together. And uh, it, they, it was really good. And you know, I, I was very pleased with the, the level of service um, the pool, the kids loved it, the the Jaguar slide, they were all about that. Um, so yeah, all of that, the resort stuff, totally uh, fantastic. So the, the next day um, was our first day at Magic Kingdom. Now the problem is, well, like when we go, it's just the two of us, we get up at the crack of dawn, we go to the park for a couple hours, we come home, we take a nap, we come back to our hotel, we take a nap, That's and then we
0: yes. when,
1: when it gets cooler at yep, night. 100%. Well, <laughs> trying to wrangle 17 people out of bed to you know Uh get going it was that was not happening so i gave up on that very quickly and like the earliest we managed to get to a park any morning was about 10. oh Um, that hurts me which was it killed my (laughs) gentle spirit just a little bit but again we were on kid time at that point i wasn't going to deprive the kids of their sleep or whatever and nothing was going to stress us out but my sister did want to have that you know uh moment of walking into magic kingdom and onto main street at the castle reveal with the kids for the first time and so we wanted to make sure that we could have sent other parts of the group ahead of us but everybody want just for that one time we can separate however you want after this but just give her that moment mm-hmm. where she gets to see the kids see the castle and it was everything that you know the big eyes and the the wows and you know they they'd never seen anything like that and of course just as we come in um the dapper dans are coming down main street you know singing nice. and it was just like, everything was timed perfectly. And we stopped to take a picture with one of the PhotoPass photographers, right? We had a uh, PhotoPass, which was great because we only need one person to have it. And I we were first. all attached to each other with our friends and family uh, group. And so we got all the pictures. So just as we finished that picture, I realized it was time for, um, I had uh, made reservations for the uh, Tron uh, previews, uh, the DVC mm-hmm. preview that morning. And because it was DVC preview, they did allow me to take additional guests. So I, I could myself and four guests. So I took my husband, my sister and her husband, and then the rest of the family had to hunger games it out for that. fifth spot.
0: <laughs> some <laughs> so of you like, are not going to make the cut. I'm just telling you right, right now.
1: Some will, some won't.
0: This is how it's so going to You're going to have to impress me guys <laughs> who wants this spot. So uh,
1: we gave it to um, uh, my cousin, who was the the big huge Disney fan uh, in the family after after myself? So we go over there and we pretty much we pretty much walked right in. Um, I don't want to give spoilers, but it, it was very enjoyable. Uh, it was a, a nice coaster. Um, I know people were worried about the seats. I didn't find them uncomfortable. My husband had a total knee replacement a few years back, and he was able to ride it comfortably. Um, the hand grips, like the part that you hold on to with your hands. Um, they're a little rough, like the metal on them is a little rough. But huh. um, aside from that, it was you know, everybody really enjoyed it. And We actually had a second ride in it that night for the annual pass previews. I had signed up for both of them, so I got to ride it in the day. And then we got to ride it again with the lights, with all the the lights and the, the stuff going stuff, on. And, yeah. Yeah. And it was it was a really good addition to the to the park. And as we were exiting the ride, <laughs> we're all, you know, like, oh, that was so awesome. I look over and there's a guy right next to us and he's wearing like a suit. I'm like, what, Who is wearing a suit, like a full on suit to magic kingdom. And I turned to look and it's Josh tomorrow.
0: Yep. I've I've seen him in a suit at the the magic parks too.
1: (laughs) He's right next to me. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, that's who wears a suit to the magic kingdom. And I turned and I looked and I went like, Oh, hi. And he looked at me and said, hi. So we just, very nice guy had a cop like a good two, three minute conversation with him. He's very approachable. Mm-hmm, um, he is. He's a very nice guy. We told him how much we enjoyed the ride. I told him that um, my husband had no trouble riding it with his, you know, with his knee issues and uh, you know, thanked him for all his hard, uh, all his hard work. And, you know, after I told that to some people, I had a lot of people, did you tell him to bring back annual passes? Did you yeah. tell him? The, He's like, heard you know that
0: what? a thousand times. He was just probably right. glad to hear that you appreciated having a ride on trial. Right. I'm sure like, he, dudes, that
1: <laughs> dudes, I'm on vacation, yeah. not a crusade. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I just, like this isn't a I focus. Just group. Go on the, <laughs> I just want to go on the ride. <laughs> Is that okay? Um, so that was really cool. We took a selfie with him cause you know, we're, and he was yeah. very cool yeah. about that. Um, and then it was just a really, really nice uh, Magic Kingdom day. The crowd—it was crowded, but uh, we managed to not really wait on um, lines for anything. We didn't have Genie Plus or anything that day. Um, and I remember telling my sister, so she's got three kids. Remember, she's got a, a one-year-old in a stroller, and the four and the six-year-old. And I said, "Did you bring a, Are you getting a stroller for the the other two? For the four-year-old and the six-year-old?" No, no, they'll be fine. They can walk.
0: No, <laughs> no, Malory's like, strong. Okay. Yeah, no, because yeah. I didn't want right, to have to we'll fight that. that. Yeah, no, <laughs> we'll
1: see how that play, how that, how that works out for you. Uh, and the kids were, you know, they were troopers. They walked everywhere. It was, there was a lot of, you know, Aunt Marissa, will you, will you carry me? Yeah. Yes, yes, I will carry you because you know. Well, see that's yeah, why that's why
0: Mallory me. had a stroller because I didn't want to carry her mm-hmm. everywhere because that would have that would that was the next logical uh, consequence to not having a stroller was my back. <laughs> yep.
1: So, so we uh, the kids wrote wanted to ride uh, the Barnstormer first, uh, which was great and they loved it and you know everything is all fine and dandy. We're doing all the all the rides. They, we took up like a whole boat on Small World, um, which was awesome. I'm surprised the boat didn't capsize, and then. Uh, uh, my niece, who the six-year-old, is uh, she fancied herself a bit of a daredevil uh, until she actually got on some of <laughs> the rides. Oh yeah, I want to go on such and such, but then would get on it and realize she may have made a mistake. But at least she was willing. You know, she tried it, and then she yes. would come off like I don't, I don't think I want to do that again. <laughs>
0: that's because she tried. Um, so, I mean, that's that's more exactly. Than but most. at
1: least she, at least she tried. Uh, but I was a big fan of making sure with something like. There's always that fear, especially things like haunted mansion. Like if you take a kid on a ride, especially a dark ride, and it scares them enough, they may not want to go on any dark rides. That's that, true. Like yeah. rides they they can't see the inside of. Like right. especially if you try to lie to them and tell them, oh, it's not scary or oh, this is you know not a big deal. Then then they start to doubt your yes. your veracity. My dad, tell when I, them stuff.
0: it's still to this day. We were, I, I was probably like seven, and I was a big chicken when I was a kid and we were at Six Flags because we couldn't afford to go to Disney when I was getting so Six Flags was our thing. He told me we were in line for the log ride. Okay, like the flume ride at Six Flags. Mm -hmm. The Screaming Eagle comes ripping into the station, which at the time, (laughs) this was the fastest and longest roller coaster in the United States at the time. Mm -hmm. Built in 76, wooden roller coaster. This thing went 70 miles an hour. Nope. He's like, well, no, I'm just kidding. Get on. And I, I still remember that. I'm 49. Yeah, good point. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. it could scar you so, in your 40s. <laughs> and I, and <laughs> so to this
1: to this day, I'm I'm a, I'm 46 years old, and to this day, I still have a visceral fear reaction to the witch from Snow White. Like I I literally I have to force myself to like to look if I see her anywhere because it starts to trigger a panic attack that stems back to Snow White Scary know, Adventures. Maybe? Snow White, yeah, that when ride? I was a kid, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, no, first no, no okay. No,
0: no. Back to that, that ride. Before I even was dating my wife, she took Paige because Paige is my stepdaughter. She took her when she was like four years old. They went to I, I taught with her at the time. And you know, I was still a Disney fan, but I didn't have a podcast. You know, I was just a Disney fan at the time. Mm-hmm. And she's asking me all about going. I'm like, oh yeah, do this, do this. Goes there, just her and Paige. First ride they go on. Paige is like three or four years old. Takes her on Scary Adventures of Snow snow. I'm like, what are you doing? It's right there in the title. She was crying. I'm like, it says the Scary Adventures. What did you expect? She's three. They tried to warn you. (laughs) (laughs) I still am like, oh, you couldn't have gone on Small World or, you know, teacups? I mean, you're in Fantasyland, Ride The carousel. (laughs) Come on now. We still joke about
1: that. Yeah, so you got to make sure that uh, you're at least being up front with the kids. Yeah, totally. So that first day was a total success. Uh, everybody had a good time. We had our Cinderella's Royal Table reservation um, that afternoon at two. They got us seated all right, smack dab in the middle of the restaurant. Um, I haven't been there since I was a kid, and I've heard a lot of people sort of um, sort of bag on the restaurant, on the food or what. It's not. It's it's a pricey meal, but you're really paying for the character interaction. Right. So I could understand people being maybe a little disappointed when the princesses had gone away during, um, right after COVID and all that, but the princess, it literally just came back like a week ago and, you know, they went up to all the kids. It was Ariel, Aurora and Jasmine in the restaurant. Cinderella was downstairs and I thought the food was fantastic. It was, um, you know, it was really, really nicely done. It was a great break for everybody in the middle of the day to just sit in the air conditioning and take their time. And, uh, that was very very enjoyable. I'm glad that we uh, glad that we did that, and um, you know all the kids loved it to pieces. And then uh, after that, we took them on the haunted mansion and scarred some more of the children. <laughs> That's for, what you do for nice. life. Eat, right?
0: Eating a castle, scarred for life. No, and then, scar scar uh, the children for life. A couple of points about Cinderella's world table. One is that it's beautiful, the environment as well. Like it's just so cool when you're in there. It's just it looks gorgeous on the inside, but also this is thing I think is kind of underrated about eating at Cinderella's roll table. I know it costs a fortune to eat there and you're probably not going to eat there every trip. You're going to do it, you know, once uh, Mm -hmm. every, you know, long time. But I still, every time, like I see a Disney movie in that title, you know, card comes up with Cinderella's you know, and you see like the castle and the moat, like at the beginning of a movie, like that still reminds me of the meal that we had. Like when Paige and one of our very first trips, we went that we splurged on Cinderella's roll table when we were on the Disney dining plan. And I just remember yeah. like, that was like the greatest day. Cause I was like, we have made it. We are eating inside Cinderella castle. And so yeah, now every time like I see a Disney movie, pinnacle. it takes me right there. You know? So it's like a little, yeah. I mean, I don't know if like, it does that for When they, else, but yeah.
1: when the, uh, they open the door to let us in downstairs. Cause after they call you and Cinderella's down there, you, everybody takes their picture with her one at a time. When my niece walked in, her eyes got to be like the size of saucers and mommy, it's the real Cinderella. Mm -hmm. And like, like she was over the moon. Quick, get my autograph book. You know, the whole, (laughs) the whole thing. She was just beside herself. um, Just thought that was the best thing ever. And uh, so that was, that was like I could be I was checking things off my list. All right, I got everybody's room together, check. Yep. All right, I got everybody got the picture at the Magic Kingdom together, yep. check. All right, oh, and the Ate meal Cinderella.
0: Yeah, Met Cinderella. Right. Eight Some in the princesses. castle,
1: check it off the list. So uh um so, you know, meanwhile, just getting around the parks with a crowd that large. Um yeah, the, I really what I needed was a flag in the front and yeah, like a, your, like a, your like
0: Brazil a, tour like guy. an
1: Aussie, yeah. like a Brazilian tour yeah, guys exactly. and then like an Australian shepherd at the back <laughs> nipping at their heels to keep them all together um which actually was my husband most of the time at the back of the group trying to make sure that nobody got left behind but ultimately, really that everybody <laughs> it was so much better than I thought it was going to be um I was sort of dreading You know having to stop every two seconds because somebody had to go to the bathroom or who dropped their ice cream and we did we stopped for ice cream a lot stop for ice cream a lot take breaks don't you know especially if you're going with a group that big you have to manage your expectations i knew we weren't going to get to do everything uh there were some things we really wanted to do and we prioritize that stuff but mostly it's about trying to make sure everybody's comfortable and happy um the kids wanted a slushy. we stopped and got a slushy. If the kids wanted a pretzel, We everybody gets a pretzel. Um, somebody needed to, you know, go to the bathroom, you know, it was all fine. So you really have to um, manage your expectations uh, with with a large group and Just prioritize the things that are important, and understand there's no way you're going to do everything. Um, My my goal really was to make sure that the kids enjoyed themselves enough where they would want to force their parents to bring them back, (laughs) or at least let let Aunt Marissa take them. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good goal. You
0: know, you just want to because you're not going to see everything, but you want to make them get bit by the bug, right? You know, to to make it seem like that it's accessible, it's fun it's not as challenging as people might think, you know, because I mean, I think some people think that it's a mountain to be climbed to go to Walt Disney world. It's not. I mean, yeah, there, yes, you do have to make theme park reservations. Yes. You have to make advanced dining reservations. You have to plan out things. There is some work to it. I a hundred percent. There is, but well, it's not insurmountable. And, oh, like some people seem right. to
1: think. And the, uh, we did have quite a few technological glitches. Um, the rest of the family didn't realize, uh, just how, technology savvy you sort of have to be now to plan a a Disney trip it's not just you book it you show up and you you know pull your fast pass out of the machine like it used to be back in the day it's very complicated and when you have 17 people in your friends and family list it gets super complicated right Um, so we go to Hollywood Studios the next day by the end of the day the kids were so bone-tired that my sister finally realized that it was time to rent the stroller. So we rented a stroller uh, after that. And the kids made very, very good use of that. Um, I do recommend there is no too old for a stroller. What there is, is there's too old to carry your butt around the park. Let's put you in a stroller. That's, that's what I'm all about. Um, So Hollywood studios was fantastic because um, many members of our group had never been on rise of the resistance and they are huge star Wars fans. So watching my, uh, you know, 35 year old, um, cousin on the ride, you know, with like, you know, tears. Yeah. I running mean, that, down his
0: face. I, I, I think that age of person, you know, even people like, mm-hmm. like myself, like late forties, right. Cause we've grown up with that universe, but we've always had to imagine, okay, what would it be like to be on the death star? What would it be like to be on a star destroyer? What would it be like to be, you know, yeah. in an, you know, being interrogated by the, you know, Imperial forces. And then all of a sudden like, Oh my God. Gosh, like I am on a star Destroyer. Like I am in the movie. Hollow. This is my childhood alive. It's happening. It's unreal. It's really yeah. happening. It's emotional, man. And you see the first time I saw the Millennium Falcon man, I just like I had to pick my yeah. tongue off the ground. I was like, I cannot believe it. It's full size. It, it's parked there. Like I I couldn't it. Yeah, get over it's
1: right it. right there in front of me. <laughs> So we did actually uh, bite the bullet on the Hollywood Studios day, and we bought Lightning Lane. And I was a little scared, uh, and we were, on, we're on the bus on the way in, and we're all huddled together. The the adults, um, all right, guys, what do you think? You know, should we should we do it? And I'm like, well, we have to pay. And as it turns out, really, the only way to buy Lightning Lane, or at least for some reason that day, you couldn't just buy it for some of your group. Somebody had to buy it for the entire group. There was no way to just pick it for certain members of your traveling party. Every time we wanted to buy Lightning, uh, the Genie Plus, it had to be purchased for everybody in your list. So basically we ended up buying it for, I think we did it at Hollywood Studios and then also on our second Magic Kingdom day, one person bought it for the group on one day, somebody bought it for on the second day. And then there were like two people that for some reason didn't show up in the list that the other person picked up that. So we all kind of shared the expense of of everything at some point. So that was a little bit, you know, challenging when we realized that you had to do everybody all uh, for the um, for the Genie Plus. But, you know, then we made great use of it. We got on um, uh, Midway Mania. We got on Alien Swirling Saucers. We got on Tower of Terror. We got on Smug smugglers run um all of those things without uh you know with the lightning lane without any weight and that was fantastic with the uh mickey minnie's runaway railway so we pretty much hit all the the greatest hits of hollywood studios um with uh did you get to do With Slinky? You guys were there? Because
0: kids yes. like that. Yeah. We
1: did do Slinky because the kids insisted they yeah. wanted to do Slinky Dog. We ended up waiting for that one, and it was the only ride we waited for. And it wound up being like a 90-minute wait because the ride broke while we were in waiting. Of course. But <laughs> that that was the ride we realized that the uh daredevils were not quite the daredevils we thought because <laughs> the, the screams, the screams of terror were just you know, they were hilarious, but she got off that ride and no, that i i take it back well then oddly enough when it was time to go on tower of terror my niece insisted yeah i'm going on tower of terror and so uh her um my my brother in is trying to explain to her what it what it is and he's like well it's like an elevator it goes up and then it brings you back down and you just kind of go up and down and i'm like I, I feel i feel like you are not describing this ride accurately enough to her <laughs> because she was certainly not expecting it to go up and down the way it went up and down. Yes. And she's sitting next to me screaming, bloody murder, screaming that she's, she's cut. Cause you know, you get that like airtime in the seat. She thinks she's falling out of the ride. She's screaming. My sister's screaming behind. Like it's just the, you know, the screams of my family was music to my ears at that point. Um, yes. And, and so it was probably the greatest ride I've, I've ever been on. So I'm like trying to hold on to her. Cause she, you know, thinks she's fallen out, but she's not. And, it was uh, it was one of those that that was one of the more memorable moments was riding Tower of Terror with actual terrified um, family members. Uh, and it's a memory so, forever though.
0: Like you'll like, remember that. Remember the time you thought you're gonna fly out of the top of yep. the tower? Yeah, that was fun. Yep.
1: And, <laughs> and so they, we wrapped up that day with uh, Runaway Railway, which of course the kids loved because they all felt like um, you know they're in the middle of a cartoon. And in fact, the the baby, the one year old was a, a delight the whole trip no there was no meltdowns there was no diaper explosions there was no you know he was just uh watching everything taking it all in enjoying taking naps wherever he needed to take God a nap And It was all good. Yeah. I was jealous. How come he gets to take a nap? No kidding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I get jealous of that too nowadays. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. So we planned a rest day in the middle, uh, right in the middle of the trip. So we did magic kingdom, Hollywood studios. Our third day was our rest day. We had a chef Mickey's late breakfast and then we were going to sort of have the birthday party for my sister back at the pool later in the day. So we take the bus over. We were going to take the bus from Coronado to Magic Kingdom and then hop on the monorail over to uh, the Contemporary. And as we're driving on the bus, the bus driver was cracking jokes and he was a really, really good bus driver. And we're about, we're kind of almost to where the, um, where the Contemporary is. And he says, anybody on here going to chef Mickey's for breakfast? So we all cheer. And he's like, well, I'm going to drop you guys right off at the hotel. So he, pulled over wow. and he dropped this right off at the front of the contemporary. I'm like, well little pixie that's dust. Like, service. The yeah, they don't do that usually. <laughs> that's great. I was like, this is great. The family totally thinks I arranged for that, which is awesome. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I
0: mean, Hey, if they think was, that, no reason to that's tell right, them I'm gonna, didn't. I'm
1: gonna roll with that. <laughs> um, so breakfast was really good. You know, chef Mickey's, you don't go for the food, you go for the characters right. and the, you know, which is totally fine. Um, then we hopped on the monorail, took that back to Magic Kingdom because the kids wanted to ride the monorail um, and then took it back. And we spent the day at the pool. We had other family members come up. My uncle, uh, another uncle and his wife were staying in Tampa. They came up for the day. My nephew is in college in Miami. He came up for the day. My sister's best friend and her husband and their son were staying at Universal Studios for the week. So they came over. So suddenly our party of 17 ballooned into like 30 30 people. Um, Some family members who live right outside Orlando uh, came. And it was just a fun, relaxing, everybody hanging by the pool, having the special cake that we had made. and it was really enjoyable. And then at one point, my husband and I snuck away to Three Bridges for—I uh, think that was the second meal there of the trip—for just a quiet a little quiet moment of just the two of us. Um and pro tip: get the burger if you have not had the, uh, the burger at yeah. Three Bridges. You must. It was fantastic. It really was. And I, we don't usually eat burgers when we're at Disney. We you know, like, and we can do, we can do better. But. Um, So we did that and uh, the next day was Animal Kingdom. And that's the day that things sort of went off the rails a little bit, Uh, not through any of our faults, but my uh, brother-in-law's sister joined us that morning for the uh, for the trip. And I'm like, oh, great. Let's add her to our friends and family list. So when I did, for whatever reason, um, my Disney experience replaced her on the reservation completely uh, with replaced my brother-in-law with her. It completely wiped him off of everybody's friends and family list, took him off the room reservation, to, got rid of his park ticket. Like so oh we discovered yes, this. Those
0: things shouldn't even be connected, by the way. The room reservation and that shouldn't even it be was they so shouldn't weird. even be associated. But
1: the, the, tell, the let me just tell you, that's my life.
0: It does not surprise me. Yes, yeah,
1: It was very strange. <laughs> and I knew something was wrong because we were looking at our pictures, our photo pass pictures, and suddenly the watermark reappeared on them. Yep. So it wiped out his uh, his memory, memory maker. maker, everything. So we're standing at the gates of Animal Kingdom, and that's when the cast the, a plaid came over with the, the magic iPad mm-hmm. and discovered you don't you don't exist anymore. So after explaining everything that happened, they went over to guest services and got it straightened out in so much as they could straighten it out. And uh, for our, their troubles, they gave everybody in the party. To anytime lightning lanes for us to use at magic kingdom the next day which was nice. great so we just enjoyed animal kingdom everything was as smooth as it was gonna get um and we you know we did we did the safari we took the kids on uh the nemo sh- uh, show um lion king and the kids loved all of that stuff they went on at the uh flight of passage um we took them on the uh, Navi River journey, and we didn't have Lightning Lane, so it was a lot of waiting online. And uh, we noticed my my niece was starting to complain that her throat hurt. Oh, and no. as it turned out, she had strep. So my sister had to get, um the, like, physicians that they have on call will come right to your hotel room. She had called the front desk. And so we went back to the hotel, and a doctor actually came to the it, These are, this is not inexpensive doctor visit. Um, I think she said it was about 300 bucks for the doctor to come out something to that effect. But he had a little traveling pharmacy with him and was able to, uh, diagnose her with the strep, got her started right away on a, on an antibiotic and she was able to rock on and nobody else, um, caught this caught strep from her, which was good. Uh, so then the kids had the stroller that day. So there was a lot less walking. Everyone was happy. Um, and then we went to uh, Magic Kingdom uh, for our last day, and that that was the day we ended it with the fireworks. Um, the uh, we got the kids wanted to go on um, Barnstormer again because they had loved it so much. Uh, we got some of them on Big Thunder. Uh, some of them, some of them, my niece uh, had decided roller coasters were. Not not what you wanted. Good anymore call. There's, no,
0: there's there's no problem. Just kind of sitting uh-huh. in and enjoying it from the sidelines there. If you make your call, <laughs> yeah,
1: like exactly, it. exactly. Uh, and the uh, we actually as we're walking around um, from uh, Tomorrowland over towards um, the castle, we just happened to walk right in the middle of like the cavalcade coming down the, the street. So we had like stumbled right into a front row spot for the cavalcade. And the kids were you know laughing and waving and just mm-hmm. love it. Like we, it was a lot of stuff like that. We would turn a corner and Tigger standing right there and the kids would freak out. Cause Oh my God, it's Tigger. And uh, you know, that's the stuff about Disney that I, that I love the most is you could just stumble upon mm-hmm. little magic stuff like that along the way. Um but it was, for all intents and purposes, you know, a, a trip this big can be done. You just have to man- manage your expectations and have um, people who are willing to just kind of go with the flow. When stuff goes wrong, all right, well, what what do we do to fix it? And we fixed all the things, and the cast members were great. And uh, really, the only negative <laughs> that we ended the trip with had nothing to do with, uh, Disney its itself. My husband did test positive for COVID on our oh last day.
0: Gosh.
1: And so it was a nine hour drive home to North Carolina in masks Ugh. because I I do not have COVID, but he does. And somehow still miraculously, days later, I am still without COVID and he is not.
0: Oh my gosh. So and yeah.
1: the only one Ugh. of the seventeen of us.
0: That, that's a miracle one. too, right there. I mean, come on now. <laughs> you know, 2020, like if you'd have looked at somebody, you'd have thought, okay, you're wiping the whole family out. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like exactly. So exactly. at least we're there, but uh, you know, so much to talk about, but because we're, we're running short on time here, but I just, it, it's been fun going on this journey with your family here. Like, I mean, I'm so jealous of this trip because the thing is, what I've learned over the past decade is that Walt Disney World is the most fun when you get to go with the people that you love, right with your friends and your family, and you get to make those memories together. That's what I've learned. I mean, as fun as it is to go on Space Mountain or to see the fireworks or to go to your favorite restaurant, it's not as fun unless you're with the people that you love. And you got to do that with the kids, yeah. with your, you know, your siblings and with your, you know, significant others and all. I mean, just your crew was there, which I think made it really awesome but i think the thing that made this trip successful just listening to it from my perspective is that you know you had a lot of disney fans in your party but you as a point person being an annual pass holder being a dvc member being somebody who's very connected into you know, if this doesn't go wrong, here are the resources that I have in my back pocket. You know, like you said, I can go to a plaid. If something's not working in a theme park, I can go to one of those guest experience kiosks, you know, the blue umbrellas, you know, you just, you knew you knew how to contact the uh, the manager at Coronado Springs. When you have somebody in your party like that, if you're fortunate, not everybody has this. That's why I think your, yeah. your trip was so successful, right? Is that there was a point person yourself that was able to kind of take things by the reins when things could have unraveled and kind of brought everything back and put it on the rails, which, I mean, your, your family's lucky to have you. And I think that made you happy because everybody got to have such a better experience because of that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it, you know, it's, it's stuff that not, it's not intuitive a lot of the stuff. So I, I feel bad for people going who, who don't know, all the ins and outs, but if you're going to try to do something like this, something big you, you get somebody on your side, whether it's a great travel agent, <laughs> you know, you need somebody who, who can, who can tell you these things. I kept joking with the family. I said, and, um, my commission for this yeah, trip, you should. Be- I mean, because and that,
0: that's the thing too, is right. You know, like, that's what I do full time, you know, work and travel, but I'm not there boots on the ground, like going through the parks with my guests. You know, that's one of the things You know, that'd be fun. (laughs) That'd be a lot more fun than sitting in my office and typing in, you know, names and stuff into, you know, reservations all day. But, you know, I'd much rather be like, okay, you know, right now we should probably go get ready for the parade or the fireworks. But, you know, I can't do that. But when somebody's there that has the knowledge to solve the problems and just to kind of steer – you know, not in a mean way, but just to make those like suggestions. Mm-hmm. Like, we should probably yeah. do this now, or we should probably take a break, you know, after a few days in the yeah. theme parks. It'd be better, you know, how about some cake by the dig site pool? When you said that, I'm like, that's vacation, and that's a that's a 50th birthday party. Like, that, that yeah. fifth day in the theme park, when it's hot and busy, you're kind of trudging along, but I bet you'll remember that day as much as, you know, a day at the Magic Kingdom. That'll probably be the day you remember most, I would guess. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, the
1: vacations aren't fun when you're, you're feet feel like they've been beaten with <laughs> baseball bats at the end of the day I no. you know no, nobody's having fun they're all just kind of it's like it becomes what the, the, i call it the, the the death march totally where, you know, nobody in won- there yeah, but there. i'm like
0: because there's been times like what am i doing here like i'll be at the magic kingdom for like an hour and i'll be like why am i here why am i not at the pool like mm-hmm. i'm staying at Coronado yeah, or i'm staying that. at caribbean beach like there's an awesome pool oaky west like why am i not just sitting at yeah. the pool like <laughs> that'd be way more fun at this point my feet are killing me you know it's 100 degrees what Absolutely. am i doing yeah totally now I get so well. Hey, we got to run, but I appreciate you coming on. This. What a great way to start the week. And I'm so glad you guys had a successful party. Your sister hopefully had a great birthday, and the family made memories they'll remember for life. And the kids will get to go back with Aunt Marissa, right? Tell me. Any, get to go.
1: Anytime I'm ready, bring it on. <laughs> that's great. Oh, hey, maybe just a couple at a time. That take, whatever <laughs> it takes. I
0: mean, time. you get to go more that way. So that's, uh, that's a win win. Right. I mean, that's how you look at it. what well, again, thanks for coming on the show. It's been wonderful. And we'll do it again next time uh, you have another great. And thanks for sharing the Tron stuff too. That's going to help folks out too. Thank you. Was great. All right, don't forget our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Trip. Remember, there's some great specials out there for the summer for Walt Disney World right now. Disney Visa offers, if those folks, if you have a Disney Visa like I do, I have my little Millennium Falcon card in my wallet. That can save me some money, and we have those dining promo cards as well for uh, select packages. So if you want to get on that, just come over to TheMagicForLess.com. Fill out that free, no-obligation quote form. We'll take care of you from there. Again, check them out today over at the TheMagicForLess.com. Please also use our uh, Amazon affiliate link. It's BRGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the BR Guest Podcast. You make these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you coming over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give me a follow on the social media at Be Our Guest Mike, Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to talk to you this week on the socials. And prepare to join us this Sunday night on Facebook and YouTube live, where we'll be taking your calls. It's seven o'clock eastern, six o'clock central. It's the BOGP Open Line Sunday night. Give us a call. All right. Time to get out of here and let you get on with your week. Thanks for hanging with us. And we'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. So for Marissa down in North Carolina, I'm Mike here in Missouri. You guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've been listening to the Be our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at beourguestpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.